Hi, this is Dr. Linda Mintel. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast of the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. Our website is filled with more encouraging interviews, all accessible at MyFaithRadio.com. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Mintel, the relationship doctor, and I'm here along with my co-host, the other Dr. Mintel, Norm. And every weekend, we're here, we're doing life together, and we're so glad you've joined us. Listen, do you want to know a secret? Do what? Hey, do you promise not to tell? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, what is that, Norm? <laughs> well, it's the Beatles, but other than that. <laughs> Was it the Beatles? Absolutely. Okay, okay. Absolutely. it's an oldie. Absolutely. Oldie, oldie, oldie. Okay. I'm just playing, actually. I don't have a secret, but you know what? Keeping secrets is the topic of today's show. Well, did you know that communication researchers say that more than 95% of us live with information about ourselves that we don't want anyone else to know? That would be pretty much almost everybody. (laughs) Let's see. That's how many billions of people? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we do know that keeping secrets is hard to do. I love what Ben Franklin said. He said, three people can keep a secret if two of them are dead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's very astute, Mr. Franklin. Yes, Yes. Well, a basic human tendency is to tell others what you know, right? Because we know that information is power. Mm -hmm. And the more information a person possesses, the greater that feeling of power becomes. And so, secrets equate to power. If I know a secret and you do not, I feel more powerful because I possess privileged information. So, we exert power by revealing that we have a secret. And that's one of the reasons why it's hard for people to keep a secret, Norm, is because they want to hear it. They, yeah, right. Yeah. It's so hard. It, I want you to know that I have a secret. That's right? right. I got it. Okay. But even when you keep a secret, it can come back to haunt you in a relationship, which is why we are talking about this today. Secrets are just not healthy for relationships, and they can harm you both psychologically, relationally, and Physically. Oh, my goodness. Well, we'll find out what that means. We also looked up and researchers have identified, are you ready for this? 36, 36, 36 common secrets. The average person keeps about 12 of those. These range from infidelity to criminal behavior, from romantic desires to job dissatisfaction, and from having had a traumatic experience to pursuing unusual hobbies. I just can't think of, do I have 12 secrets? (laughs) Now you got me thinking about that. Well, if you do, I don't know. Yeah, well, I wouldn't tell you. So it must be a secret. (laughs) That's right. Well, two research psychologists tell us that it's not the withholding of information from others that hurts us. Instead, it's the fact that we tend to ruminate on our secrets. We think about them over and over. And I, I know that's the case with somebody I know who's holding on to a very difficult secret. Mm. Just keeps thinking about it all the time. But those researchers wanted to better understand, Norm, why some secrets are more harmful and why some create shame. So they asked people to group the 36 common secrets that they had discovered into categories and found three common themes 
to each type of secret, which helps explain why some do more damage in a relationship than others do. As we talk about these three categories, see if you can think of any secrets that you have held that might fit into one of those. Okay, so that first okay. category is involves immorality. Hmm. So examples of secrets that are high on the immoral dimension include harming another person, theft, or other types of illegal acts. For example, you may know that someone was involved in stealing or cheating on their taxes. Oh, yes. Fraud, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I got you. Mm -hmm. Okay. The second category involves relationships, and usually this involves details of intimate relationship secrets. Examples would be high on the relational dimension or a romantic desire for someone, infidelity, sexual behaviors in general. Yeah, and that's probably a, a bulk of uh, what I'll people bet. hold on to. Yeah. Um, finally, the third category involves insight. Things we know or see that are problematic, but we keep them secret. So in our working life, we often have to keep certain information confidential. Mm -hmm. For example, you might know a secret about your boss, but you don't tell others because it's personal. Or you may know how your friend struggles with pornography and hasn't yet told his wife. Well, I can see how those secrets would create more harm than others. Certainly, those immoral or relationship secrets have to be at the top of the list because of their potential to bring actual harm to someone. Yeah, and I think that's the point. Well, here's another problem with holding on to secrets. Keeping secrets requires a lot of deliberate effort and control. The person who's keeping the secret is often stressed by it, and that stress does a number on the body. Mm. We've talked about stress a lot in our sure. shows, and holding on to secrets can lead to a boost in stress hormones, which results in higher blood pressure, problems sleeping at night, and even makes chronic pain worse. Emotionally, though, Norm, holding secrets can make you more anxious and lead to depression. The emotional hiding may result in the use of substances as well. After all, keeping track of words that you said and the vigilance needed to keep a secret alive, that's hard work. Mm -hmm. Even thinking about your secret has been found to be a problem. If your secret involves guilt or shame, it can be a constant thought battle creating stress. Hard to live with that, I would think. It is. Yeah, and that's secret the point. Secret upon secret, right? That constant vigilance to keep a secret would keep anybody on edge because you're constantly worried the truth will come out. That's right. And we know someone in that situation, and we're very concerned that when the secret comes out, it's going to be devastating to those involved. And the longer the secret goes on, the more betrayed those individuals that are involved will probably feel. It's it's going to rupture a lot of family trust. We are worried about that. You're mm -hmm. right. Which puts a lot of people in a constant state of anxiety and worry, I would guess. You talked about substance abuse. Could this be one reason why some people turn to alcohol or drugs? And we know that's a lot of self-medication, but would it be because of this kind of anxiety? Yes, I've actually seen this in therapy many times. You know, people are so stressed by these hidden secrets. They turn to substances to escape their anxious and stressed feelings. And when a secret causes anxiety, that anxiety can also lead to digestive problems, hmm. sometimes depression, a lack of sleep, which could also then increase drug use. So just telling the secret seems to be the answer, right? That's the remedy. Well, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about the nuance of that <laughs> because it, who you tell and how you tell it is really important. It needs to be somebody you trust and or people who are involved in the secret. And that's a really important point. It really, if someone is involved in the secret, they are the people who need to be talked to and mm -hmm. told. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, just telling anyone and everyone could be used as gossip or to hurt someone even more. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. 
That makes sense. It seems concerning to me that I see a lot of people revealing secrets or supposed secrets on social media. I mean, good grief, that's as public as it gets. Right. That seems so unhealthy. And what's the point of that? I, are you trying to ruin someone's life? Well, it's interesting that people often reveal secrets like that to just strangers. Isn't that mm-hmm. interesting? Now, I've had this happen to me on airplane trips. Oh, you get people talking to you on an airplane <laughs> all the time. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but listen, I think because I'm a stranger, it must just feel really safe for people to talk to me. And they seem relieved to tell me uh, something that's bothering them or some secret that they have. It's like getting this burden off their chest. I think it's a little bit of what confession mm. is all about for mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. However, that's not the same as addressing the people involved. And I'll give you an example. A man was struggling with his marriage and he said to me, I have a secret. I've not told my wife, but if I tell her, I think it could end the marriage. And clearly that secret was eating at him. But you know what? He didn't need to tell me. <laughs> he needed to tell his wife. And I'm sure you told him I that. Did. I did. <laughs> but the fear of losing someone with the truth is probably a huge reason people mm-hmm. keep the secret in the first place. Are there others? Big one is shame. Mm. And then add guilt to that. And those two things really keep us stuck and often they keep us hiding. Our ability to confess, to be forgiven and move on is really hampered by staying in that shame. Or we don't want to face the consequences of revealing a secret, which is based on fear again. Mm -hmm. In some cases, we hold on to those secrets because we want to protect someone, or it's just simply easier not to tell the person and not have them know what's going on. Well, I guess regardless of your reason, the problem with secrets is that they're very much alive. They're not just sitting in our minds doing nothing. And as a consequence, since they're there and they bug us, they eat away at us. Right. And the longer they go on, the more damage they can cause. They grow Mm -hmm. and they reproduce because you often have to lie to keep the secret alive. But we want people to bring those secrets out. We want them to be able to confront them in a healthy way. Um, I think we have this compulsion to confess wired into us. I think that's part of how God designed us and made us. Well, that's probably because secrets are like cancers, and our body wants to get rid of that's the, right. that, that thing, that organism. You can see this, I think, with some mass shooters or mass bombers. They often leave trails, hints ahead of time in social media about what they're planning to do. It's a big signal about their secret. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we all have deep a deep need to be accepted and concealing secrets is a way not to be rejected and hope that if no one sees the, the darker sides of me or the weak sides or even the sin sides of me, mm-hmm. they will accept me somehow more. But we know that true intimacy is about revealing all parts of yourself to another. Ooh, that's kind of like our secrets are hiding us from other people. Mm-hmm. Huh. We want to confess, but we battle against it because of fear or shame or rejection. You know, it's a little bit about what the Freudian slip is about. You've all, we've heard that term, you know, when somebody has a Freudian slip. Mm-hmm. The secret is in your subconscious. It slips out. Or think about when someone is not sober and they mm. begin to say things that they are hiding because now they're more disinhibited, right, because of the substance. So it's interesting. When you look at addiction research and you interview addicts, They often say that drugs are used to ease the pain of psychological isolation and or dark secrets. Hmm. So when they go to groups like AA and they tell their secrets and they face their pain with an accepting community who doesn't judge them and shows compassion, they find healing. But are there some things that are just too private and really shouldn't be shared with other people? 
Yes. I think, for example, there may be things about your family that you know, but people outside the family don't need to know. But I don't want to include harm, like abuse. Mm. That needs to be reported. Mm -hmm. But you might know something intimate about someone, and it would be gossip to share it. It's just not your business to share it. Or there is no point in sharing some things. So let's go over a few questions that may help us know if we need to share or confess a secret and bring it out in the open. If you answer yes to any of these, most likely confession is needed. Okay, these will be good. The first question is, am I protecting myself or someone else from the natural consequences of destructive behavior like alcoholism, domestic violence, sexual abuse? You know, as I said, those are not secrets to keep because, Norm, people are getting hurt. Right. We have to stop that. Am I holding a secret that makes me feel constantly ashamed? If so, stay with us as we're going to talk more about freedom from shame after the break. That's right. Another question to ask is, am I concealing the truth because someone might get angry? Hmm. Or do I hold a secret that I personally find immoral or would make me not want to associate with a person? Yeah, just think about these as we're saying them. Am I holding a secret because I feel I will be rejected by the person knowing it? Hmm. Do I have a secret so awful that I am convinced I can't even think about it, much less talk about it? That one I've seen a lot in really? therapy, actually. Yeah. yeah. Do I have a secret that makes me pull away from people that I love and that I trust? Here's another. Do I have a secret that is making me feel I should end a relationship rather than dealing with it? And one more question to really think about. Does my secret involve violating my faith and moral code? Like I said, Norm, it's important how and to whom you share secrets. Mm -hmm. But blurting out a secret because of guilt may not be the best strategy. Oh. Okay, these are great questions to get us thinking about the secrets we're hanging on to. When we get back from this break, we're going to find out how do we deal with our secrets and what brings freedom from the guilt and shame that often go with those. More on the Dr. Linda Mental Show in just a moment. Conflict is a part of every healthy relationship. How you deal with conflict is what will either grow or destroy relationships. Do you avoid? Maybe you become highly emotional and then regret what you said or did. Getting control of our emotions is not always easy, but it is possible. Hi, this is Dr. Linda Mintel, and I wrote the book, We Need to Talk, in order to help all of us deal better with conflict. We Need to Talk, available at bookstores and online where books are sold. Letting Go of Worry by Dr. Linda Mintel, available on her website at drlindamintel.com and online. Welcome back to the Dr. Linda Mental Show. Hey, just a reminder, you can follow Dr. Linda on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Dr. Linda Mental, all one word, and Facebook, Dr. Linda Mental, author and speaker. You can also listen to our podcast on MyFaithRadio.com or your favorite podcast platform like iTunes. Just search Dr. Linda Mental, Dr. Linda Mental Podcast, or go to MyFaithRadio.com. Today, we're talking about relationship secrets, uh-oh, and we have established that keeping a secret is very difficult and stressful, and it even has the power to ruin our relationships. You know, Norm, we didn't mention that you also run the risk of somebody finding out about your secret before you tell them. Oh, good point. Yeah, and if that happens, the person will probably feel pretty betrayed and deeply hurt. Wow, that's a big risk. Will mm -hmm. they hear it from someone else, perhaps, somewhere? And that can happen so easily in our internet culture. Mm -hmm. you know, we were talking about that earlier. Think of all the public figures who have been outed by social media. That's a reason to get ahead of a harmful secret and deal with it appropriately, I'd think. You know, here's a good example, and one that I hear in therapy. Should I tell my partner I have a sexually transmitted 
disease. Yes. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> that right? right. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes, because you're putting them at physical risk mm-hmm. if you don't. And how would they feel if they developed symptoms, went to the doctor, and found out from the doctor? So hiding harmful information, we're just going to say it's never a good idea. In any intimate relationship, deep, dark secrets are going to hamper the development of how you build that bond. That's right. I have seen lots of people, again, whose romantic relationships have failed because the parties involved kept secrets from each other. You can never really connect to anyone if you're keeping important information from them. I mean, the bottom line is secrecy really kills intimacy. Hmm. You know, it seems to me that keeping a secret's a little bit like having long-term nausea. Oh, <laughs> you know? that's a great way to think of well, it. Well, it kind of keeps you anxious and always mm-hmm. vigilant so the truth doesn't come out. So here's the next question. How do you know when you need to address a secret? Well, let's do some guidelines about that because I think that's an important thing to really focus on here. Okay. So the first one I would say is if you sense a disconnection to the one you love, in other words, it's kind of blocking Something. You feel like we're not connecting. There's something going on. It's probably because you're holding on to that secret. So you need to address it. Right. Okay, here's another one. Your feelings are waning in the relationship because you've been avoiding telling the truth. Yeah, so it's it's affecting even how you're feeling towards that person. And obviously, you don't trust the person enough to be able to tell them what you think you need to. Another guideline is the secret literally feels like a weight. It's just dragging you downward, and it's 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 all the stuff we talked about. It's creating anxiety and stress right. and depression. All those physical symptoms. Yeah. Or you're filled with anger and hopelessness when you think about your secret, probably time to address it. Yeah. And the secret just haunts you. It's intruding on your thoughts. It's not allowing you to feel pleasure or to have joy because it's there. Here's another one. You may be arguing over almost anything, creating conflicts that are never resolved because you're not discussing the real issue. And how many times do we do that? Where we're just irritated with each other, we're arguing, and it's because we're dancing around what the real issue is. And then finally, another guideline would be you find yourself confessing to random people. Wow. Like me on a plane. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And maybe some new acquaintances, or maybe you're telling your colleagues at work, but you're not telling the person who's involved because you're avoiding them or you're lying to them. So that's a big problem. So what is the best approach to telling a secret? Well, even though it might be easier to hint at a problem or be indirect, just don't do that indirect route. And here's why. Um, it's, it's just the person eventually kind of figures out that you're talking about them. Mm. And the other way I've seen people do it, and you can, you can remember this probably from movies, they give this hypothetical scenario. But when they do that, people are starting to think, wait a minute. That's probably about you and me. <laughs> yeah. Like I have a friend. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know You're someone. Like, Wait a minute. So that approach really doesn't work either. <laughs> well, what about the worry that a person may blackmail you once they know your secret? We certainly see this in stories and media and film all the time. Secrets have ruined lives for many people. You know, that's true. So when you do something in secret, you better be prepared that your secret might come out. Well, that's biblical. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you confess everything to everyone, but you must be ready to address the secret honestly if your secret goes public. And again, this is why it's so not good to hide secrets. That's why there are crisis management communication specialists in the world. They make a lot of money when people's secrets get out. Yeah, and they will. And you you mentioned that was biblical. The Bible talks about that things that are hidden are going to be revealed. Yeah. So what about the timing of the telling? 
Well, first, let me say that the timing depends on where you are in a relationship. So, for example, you don't want to share intimate details of your past on a first date. <laughs> now, I've had people do that. Good idea. <laughs> and usually that ends the date right. completely. <laughs> so, that's probably not a good idea. But if you become serious with someone or you're already in an intimate relationship, you will need to share secrets that would involve that person. Okay, let's be practical. How do you do that? Okay, so choose a time to disclose when you're calm, right? It's always best to do anything that's going to be hard when you're calm. (laughs) Begin by telling the person why you need to talk about this. So explain your motivation. I would say something like, it's to build a relationship based on honesty. So maybe something like, I don't want you to find this out from someone else, or if I don't tell you now, you might be more hurt later. Or you might say, our relationship needs to be based on honesty, So I need to tell you this. Just let the person know how it might be hard to hear it and what you have to say, but it's a matter of integrity to be truthful in a relationship. You value the relationship and you don't want to hold on to secrets. Okay, but what if the person has a very intense emotional reaction or the opposite says absolutely nothing? Well, you know, they may be processing what you, what they just heard. And it's important that you be calm in the face of whatever reaction occurs. So while it might be hard to be quiet while the person processes what you shared, you do need to listen. Also be willing to explain the circumstances and what you learned from the experience and allow that person to ask questions. Do not try to excuse or minimize the secret. So it's probably tempting to try and push them to resolve this and accept it Mm -hmm. and get on with it. But You need to let them take their time, I guess. You do. If the secret involves sin, wrongdoing, or bad judgment, confess, ask for forgiveness. Certainly ask for forgiveness if you've told a lie and keeping the secret, too. Next, talk about your plan to repair the problem and offer solutions. If the secret is a really difficult one and it impacts your relationship in a significant way, you may need to see a therapist and work through the process of healing, building trust back again, and dealing with all the consequences. Hmm. You know, there's a verse in James chapter 5 that says we are to confess our sins one to another, pray for one another, that we may be healed. Well, keeping secrets to hide sin is wrong. Proverbs 28, 13 says, Norm, he who conceals his sins does not prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them finds mercy. So when it comes to God and it comes to our sin, God wants full disclosure and he grants forgiveness when you do. Hmm. So, shame, I'm guessing, is probably the greatest reason we keep a secret. I know we've done shows on shame. It started in the garden when Adam and Eve sinned and they realized they were naked and they thought they could hide from God, but they were now feeling vulnerable to each other and Satan. And what did God do? He covered their shame with animal skins. Now, there were consequences because they had to leave paradise, but hiding their shame didn't work. It never does. You know, I can think of two other biblical examples of hiding secrets. The woman at the well, where Jesus met her, and King David and his secret infidelity with Bathsheba. Both of those people were freed from shame once the secret was revealed and they experienced the healing power of God. Oh, that's good. Well, like these biblical people, we have a tendency to want to hide secrets. But that hiding is really about our sin or failure and pride. We're weak on our own power, but we give in to sin and then we feel shame. Which means we have to humble ourselves and reveal truth, not be captive to shame. Secrets are based on shame that can control us and direct all our energies to that secret. Secrets are always about hiding. 
Oh, that makes sense. We typically hide behind computers or phones or magazines, media. Sometimes we hide behind our education. Sometimes we hide behind the pulpit. We cover our sin instead of confess it. So there's only one place to come clean, and that's to Jesus. We don't have to fear his response to our confession, covered shame on the cross, and he is the remedy for all failures, weaknesses, and sin. It's so good to know he made atonement for our sins, meaning he hears the secret, he wipes it clean. Then the shame loses its power over us. Mm -hmm. King David confessed his sin, he repented, and he trusted God. And Jesus knew of the infidelity of the woman at the well. He didn't shame her, but told her he was the answer to her sin past, present, and future. So remember, shame is not useful and keeps us stuck. God doesn't shame you. He wants you to feel conviction for sin, but not live in shame. If confession and repentance are needed, do both. But remember, Christ died to take away your shame. Nothing you have done will cause God to reject or abandon you. He loves you unconditionally, removes your sin once confessed. Shame is not on you, so don't buy the lie. Bring what is hidden to the light, then do everything you can to repair the damage to your relationship. That's all the time we have today. Many thanks to our producer and my co-host, Norm Mintel, who makes this show a conversation, and to our technical producer, Katie Sims. From all of us here at Faith Radio, we'll talk to you again next weekend. In the meantime, remember, we're doing life together, and it's better when you don't have to do it alone. Thanks for listening to this conversation from the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. These podcasts are available because of listener support. You can make a gift now at MyFaithRadio.com. And thanks for sharing this audio link with a friend and helping us grow the impact of the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. Also, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast today at iTunes or your podcast player, and you'll never miss a show.